Good evening. On behalf of the Mouse Rants podcast, the place where dreams are usually crushed, we welcome all of you to the destruction of World Showcase. We've gathered here tonight under the burning remains of Maelstrom and the Canadian Pavilion as people around the nation have gathered since September 1st, 2014 to mourn the incoming darkness and share a story. An amazing story filled with foul and offensive language, adult themes, and a whole lot of good times. And though each of you have your own individual stories to tell, this is our podcast, so your stories mean dick to us. We're the ones with the microphone, so now it's your turn to shut up and listen to us. So grab a Guinness at the Rosen Crown and enjoy our story tonight on Mouse Rants. Take a seat. All right, you take a seat. You take a seat. You are fine where you are. Everybody else is great. Will you shut up? Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm talking here. Come on. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Mouse Rants, episode 198. I'm your host, Jerry Skids, and uh, I'm here today to talk about Phantasmica. That's right, everyone. I hope that everyone's having a great time today. Uh, what is going on? Uh, I'm not asking you what's going on. I'm asking the world what's going on. Uh, mainly, they have announced uh, the, I guess, backstory for Tiana's Bayou Adventure, uh, the replacement for Splash Mountain. So I wanted to take a little read here and see what you guys think of Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Uh, and then we're going to get into some fantastic stuff eventually. I think we actually want to have something in between. Let's see how long this takes. Probably won't take that long. Um, take a seat here. Um, thanks for joining me, everybody. Uh, let's learn a little bit about Tiana, shall we? All right, so um, I'm going to skip this part because this has nothing to do with it. All right, so this is being read directly from the Disney Parks blog. That's DisneyParks.Disney.Go.com. And while I'm telling you people's websites, why don't you go to our uh, Facebook group? That's Mouse Rants. Search Mouse Rants in Facebook, and you'll find the group pretty fucking easily. All right? Um, and, uh, oh, you can also go to the website at MouseRants.GQ. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. All right. Stop it. You can also rate us five stars on iTunes. Actually, for real, though, you should rate us five stars on iTunes because we, we need that hit uh, based on a couple of arguments that happened on Twitter. People just decided, let's fucking just rate one star, not say anything. So um, it would really help if, uh, 
anybody out there who's listening took the time to give a five-star review, uh, write a little something. Even if it's something bad, still give the five stars. First of all, it'll be kind of funny, right? And second of all, it, it'll help us, you know, or me get uh, back to where Mouse Rants was before. Okay. New storyline details revealed for Tiana's bio-adventure. Here we go. At a young age, Tiana developed a deep passion for cooking and began to dream of one day owning her own business. Her father, James, taught her that good food brings folks together. One of the most exciting parts of Tiana's bio-adventure is we're going to see where Tiana's life has taken her following the success of Tiana's Palace, a restaurant she had dreamed of owning and worked so hard to make come true. Okay, so this takes place after the movie, which is great. That's something that, you know, we're always looking for. Nobody wants to see um, the fucking movie done over again. Uh, that's why Under the Sea really fails, and the old the, the, the dark rides of yore uh, kind of don't hold a candle in, in that respect. Uh, Frozen, as terrible as it is, does kind of go after the movie, but really they just retell the movie anyway, but in a different way. But we got different singers, so that's good. It's a mess. It's not, there's no direction. So this looks like they're going in the direction of, hey, it's definitely taking place after the movie, the end. Fine. No problem there. What's next? Walt Disney Imagineering is creating an original next chapter for Tiana. Okay? Within the attraction queue, uh, guests will discover that she continues to grow her business with Tiana's Foods, an employee-owned cooperative. Combining her talents with those of the local community, Tiana has transformed an aging salt mine and built a beloved brand. Cool. Now, that really would make more sense for Big Thunder Mountain, being that that's a mine train. Um, I'm assuming... Are, are we now retheming Big Thunder Mountain? I know that we were doing the whole Big Thunder Mountain and beyond, which takes place <clears throat> beyond the Big Thunder Mountain. But um, the salt mine would be Big Thunder Mountain, then, is what you're saying. But I don't see any discussion of retheming that. Not that I want it to, believe me, but it seems a little odd, right? Because that's a mine train, and it's right next door. Anyway, I guess, I guess we're just going to go with that. All right, wonderful. Maybe that already is the salt mine, right? <laughs> okay, so there's a picture here play, placing, the, placing the tiara. Placing the tiara doesn't make sense. It looks like an R to me. Placing the tiara. Oh, they are. There's a tiara on top of... Ooh. That's not what it's going to look like, right? Because, like, nobody wants that. There's, like, a big, a giant tiara on top of the water tower or what have you. It looks dumb. All right. The endeavor began when Tiana purchased the salt mine and the area surrounding the large salt dome it operated from. I guess there'll be a dome. Uh, with the help of her mother, Eudora, Naveen... Is her mother Eudora and Naveen? Shouldn't it just be with... Oh, okay, whatever. With the help of her mother, Eudora, Naveen, Louis, or Louis, and, a, and fellow owners of the cooperative, Tiana revived the old salt mine and the surrounding land... This is written weirdly, right? Because she keeps saying salt mine over and over again. And the surrounding land, which we just said before. Look, it said before it said, the endeavor began when Tiana purchased the salt mine and the area surrounding. This one says, Tiana revived the old salt mine and the surrounding land. This is the official Disney Parks blog, people. <laughs> the writing is awful. Growing a wide array of vegetables, herbs, and spices for her recipes. 
Okay, so we're talking about vegetables here and, um, and herbs and spices. So our queue is going to be filled with vegetables, herbs, and spices. Much, much better than, uh, than what it was before, right? Right? Anybody? Yeah, no. It's not. This is terrible. Anyway, uh, this multifaceted enterprise has turned the aging salt mine, again with the fucking salt mine, uh, into a space that has come alive, complete with a boutique farm and uh, both working and teaching kitchen, Tiana's Foods is where Tiana and her colleagues create all sorts of new products that they are bringing to the world, including a line of original hot sauces. And then they, they made this giant fucking poster for hot sauces. Just says, just says original hot sauce, Tiana's Foods. No interesting, clever name, just original hot sauce. Okay. What does this have to do with anything? Are we, are we following hot sauce? <clears throat> Let's take a look. Uh, Tiana wants to give a big thanks to her family. And oh, wait, hold on. It's, it's a working and teaching kitchen, so are there going to be cast members teaching you how to cook uh, on the way to the ride? Or is this part of the ride? Are you riding your little log through people teaching you how to cook? Like they give you a recipe, and then at the end, you have to remember what the recipe was, or you have to create the recipe. They give you shit in the log, right? And then you just kind of make the food while you're riding around. So you're not paying attention to what's going on because... As we'll find out, it's really not anything you want to take a look at, but whatever. Uh, so you're mixing and you're blending and, and all that, and then at the end, you have a dish, and if your dish comes out uh, good, then your splash is better. But if it comes out bad, you just kind of just go down a different way, a slow descent, and you don't get a good ride because you did not cook right. Um, <laughs> it needs to be incentive, right? Uh, Tiana wants to give a big thanks to her family and friends and the entire community for all the support they've given her by throwing an amazing party during Mardi Gras season. Why are we thanking people? <laughs> You're welcome, all right? Uh, when it turns out there's a, been a bit of a mix-up. Oh, that's part of the story. See, Tiana wants to give a big thanks to blah, blah, blah. Makes it sound like she's thanking us, the audience, and everybody. But no, she's in the mood for giving a big thanks to her family and friends. So what happens uh, during Mardi Gras, because Mardi Gras makes sense in, in this location, um, when it turns out there's been a bit of a mix-up with the party preparations. Oh, they mixed up the party preparations. They mixed up the party preparations. Well, here we go. Here's our big event. Uh, Tiana invites us to meet her at Tiana's Foods to help with the missing ingredient for the party. So now, so this whole entire thing is going to be the search for a vegetable. It should be called Tiana's Foods, the search for lettuce. This sounds terrible. Terrible. All right, <clears throat> maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. When we arrive, we may see... Oh, so do we have different paths? Because we may see... Well, does that mean that, like, we could possibly see one thing and possibly see another? So, again, maybe I really am right. Maybe we have to build a dish. <laughs> and then, dependent on how it's created, you either have a fun time or it's a terrible ride. Um, when we arrive, we may see that Tiana spruced up the company's facilities with vibrant art from local artists. Wonderful. So we're just going to be riding around looking at paintings. Cool. I could do that at my local museum for free. Uh, let's see. For the Food for the party is being prepared and beignets are being loaded into crates for the celebration. Wonderful. This is all just repeating the same thing over and over again. We already said that there were tons of vegetables. and Now we just added beignets to the mix. Great. Uh, all kinds of preparations. Yes, I know. You're telling me about them. You don't have to then say all kinds of preparations are underway. 
All right? We already know all kinds of preparations are underway. You already mentioned that she's fucking sprucing up the... Oh, or she might be. We don't know even if she definitely is going to be. She might be sprucing up the joint with some vibrant art from a local artist because that sounds fun. Yeah. Vibrant fucking fine art that we can go around and go, hmm, that looks great. Wonderful. Nobody wants this. Who the fuck wants this? I don't want to fucking look around at fucking art. I'm in the magic kingdom. You want to give me art? Let me, let, give me the world showcase. Oh, I'm sorry. You took all that out of the world showcase so you could build Frozen? But yeah, you know. <laughs> there are all kinds of fucking backwards here. They're adding Epcot into fucking magic kingdom. Fucking Epcot's been turned into MGM. Everything's a fucking mess. Anyway, all kinds of preparations are underway for the journey into the bayou with Tiana, along with new and familiar friends from the animated film. Well, again, that's written poorly because there are no new friends from the animated film because if they're new, they wouldn't have been in the animated film. It should just say, along with new and familiar friends, or along with familiar friends from the animated film, as long as some new surprises or something. Picking up where that story left off. Yes, we know. Earlier on, you let's, where did you say it? You said fucking, this is a continuation. Uh, I don't remember now. I'm not going to look through this again. But you said that this takes place after the movie already. So you don't need to again say, picking up where the story left off. Tiana continues bringing people together with Tiana's Foods. Yes, you've told us that. Another treasured meeting place to send, spend time together, excuse me, and celebrate a diverse community. Well, that part's nice. Great. So are we talking about a restaurant or a ride here? Because it sounds like you're talking about a restaurant. Tiana's also working with cooperative members to teach gardening and cooking to children of all ages. Well, isn't that fucking special? That's what I want. Fucking yeah, teach me gardening. I want to be taught gardening on this ride. I'm going to fucking go on the ride just to fucking learn how to fucking hoe a fucking dirt mound. Yes, I don't know anything about gardening, nor do I fucking care. You know where I want to learn about fucking gardening? Living with the land, because that's what makes sense there. Who the fuck asked you to put that here? Jesus fucking Christ. I don't want to learn about gardening on a fucking Splash Mountain type ride. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. The whole, thing, the, the whole ride's just going to be about fucking making the carrot. You're going to start off with, like, you know, watering it, and that's where the first splash comes in. And then it'll start growing, and that's you climbing the, the hill. And then, finally, when it's plucked from the garden, you go crashing down into the fucking carrot patch instead of the briar patch. And instead of it going, briar patch, right beforehand, it's just going to be Tiana being like, thanks for helping me garden, bitch. Wow, this sounds so bad. <laughs> Anybody out there who's like, this sounds pretty good. Fuck you, you're an idiot. <laughs> like literally, listen to what it says. It says it's going to teach gardening to you. You're going to be taught gardening and you're going to be taught how to cook. That's what I want to learn on this ride. I want to I go on the ride and be taught how to cook and, and garden. I don't want to do that in Epcot anymore. God forbid we have a cast member teaching us about the God. No, no, no. We have narration that never fucking changes. But no, this is where we want to learn gardening. 
You know, you're putting up fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. Should be called Gardening of the Galaxy. You go in there, and then fucking it's just fucking uh, Star-Lord giving you a shovel and saying, start working. Because <laughs> I'd rather have that than this. Jesus, fuck. You take away all the learning from Epcot, and now you're like, here, we're going to teach you how to garden and cook. But not there. Here. In fucking Splash Mountain, in in, in uh, Frontierland. Oh, sorry, it's not Frontierland anymore. Rumors have it they're going to be changing Pecos Bill, too. But it is just a rumor. Of course, no one yells at fucking blog Mickey for saying, we overheard someone saying something, and so the, here's the news. I don't hear anybody going, clickbait! Clickbait! Meanwhile, there's other websites who constantly get things right, and they're yelled at fucking for nothing. As shitty as the fucking people who run it are. Um, okay. There's a little bit more, right? Uh, fucking, yeah, teaching gardening and cooking to children of all ages and inspiring other women to run successful businesses as the, as the brand grows nationwide. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have read that before and added that into what I was saying. Yeah, because that sounds fun, right? That sounds fun. I mean, this, these are things that should be done, but these don't sound like things that should be in fucking on a ride. <laughs> like, yes, these things need to be done. In real life. Now let's talk about having fun on a ride. Where do the two fucking meet? Where the twain shall meet? I don't know. But continue following along with, because we're not done yet. Continue doing it. Uh, Disney Park Walk for updates in Orlando, blah, 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 blah. This sounds bad. <laughs> this sounds fucking terrible. I don't know, man. I don't know. Just make believe you're a tiny little seed. Yeah. But living with the land can't have a fucking cast member, right? God forbid that happens. No, now we have to just listen to fucking pre-recorded shit. But here, let's learn how to fucking garden and cook. Fucking, uh, I don't know. This is, this is not sounding great, guys. It's not sounding great. Uh, all right. Bizarre. Just fucking bizarre. All right, before we get into Fantasmic, uh, I found a couple of Disboard posts, a couple of Facebook posts I wanted to go over. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. First off, let's just go start with the disboards. So there's uh, this person apparently called Neapolitan Ice Cream. That's their their fucking username, and uh, their their post begins with "It's weird." That's the subject. It's weird. All right, let's find out what's weird. <clears throat> my two biggest crushes from my youth are no longer crushes. I'm not saying they're not any longer beautiful or attractive, just not me. In quotes. Strange dat. <laughs> That's it. That's the post. And guess what? No one responded. <laughs> Fucking surprise. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? These two, these two crushes I had when I was a kid... I don't, I'm not crushing on them anymore because I'm now an adult and, and like many years have passed. 
Uh, so that's strange. Or strange dat. Strange dat. What the fuck is strange dat? What does that mean? <laughs> they sound like they're beautiful. Not beautiful anymore. They're, they're just not me. Who fucking cares? Shut up! For real! The fuck? All right, next up I have one that's a little long, but it's bizarre. Uh, so this person posts, uh, their name is Nice Blue, okay? And they posted this. <clears throat> it's, uh, the subject is, the truth is the truth. All right, I'm going to read this because I, I have no fucking clue what's going on. But it's, um, I have started a number of threads on this website. And anyone can see that they're all about Disney parks. This is also true for the one about It's a Small World, including the last comment I posted there. It was all about the Magic Kingdom, not politics and religion. I did mention that the presidents in the Hall of Presidents, what? Oh, I did mention the presidents in the Hall of Presidents because that is in the Magic Kingdom. Also, that they are all men and most of them are white and Christian. <laughs> Why did you mention that? If you're talking about the Hall of Presidents, is that normal? Just to be like, by the way, how about we just, if, if you're going to do that, you could just mention that the presidents are this. You don't need to say, oh, well the, well, the ones in the Hall of Presidents, well, they are all white and Christian. It's obvious. We all know that. Nobody doesn't know that. That is, that is something everyone knows, but okay. That is an undeniable truth. Just go there and see for yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have to fucking just open Wikipedia and look at the past or just, you know, normally no fucking knowledge about the goddamn history of the United States that I live in. It's not like they didn't teach us this in school, all right? I don't need to go to the Hall of Presidents to find out. What is your fucking point here? Um, <laughs> they were enslaved. Oh, there were enslaved people in the U.S. at that time that Liberty Square was set. And almost no women could vote. Almost. I mean, almost. No, no women could vote. Undeniable truth. Okay. And then again, that is an undeniable truth. You have to write it twice. And it's about Liberty Square, which is in Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Not politics or religion. Tom Sawyer is white. Pecos Bill is white. Okay, Mexico owned much of the U.S. frontier at one time. Okay, Los Angeles was a Mexican city before it was in the United States. Many Mexicans were involuntarily immigrants. Undeniable truths. The Chinese helped build the Western U.S. Undeniable truths. I don't know what this guy is on about. All I can tell you is he's just randomly stating things about cultures and yelling that things are undeniable truths. But it's written like an essay written by like maybe a third grader, but maybe less than that, because it's like, <laughs> it's, it, they keep repeating themselves. Like, uh, I was going to say Liberty Square was set and almost no woman could vote. Undeniable truth. That is an undeniable truth. And it is about Liberty Square, which is in magic kingdom, not politics or religion. Tom Sawyer is white. Pegos Bill is white. Mexico owned much of the U.S. frontier at one time. Los Angeles was a Mexican city before it was in the United States. Many Mexicans were involuntarily immigrants. It's written like, yeah, like a third grade essay or like a book report or something. <laughs> Fantasyland, with the exception of It's a Small World, is all white. Just go and see for yourself. All right, have you ever been to Philhar Magic, my friend? Because 
Uh, Aladdin and Jasmine are definitely in that. Forget about that. Also, I forgot to mention that Peter Pan, the Seven Dwarves, and Mad Hatter are all white, as are the Robinsons in their treehouse. Um, no, in Peter Pan, we, we have uh, the Native Americans and... Uh, oh, wait, the next sentence it says, Native Americans and Africans, except for the man with the pot belly, are hidden in the back. Go look! What? The presidents were only mentioned as a group because they're in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> oh, we're back to the presidents now. <laughs> and in Tomorrowland, the Carousel of Progress is all white. Well, actually, Carousel of Progress happens to just be a family. So, it just that's just the DNA. Like, that's just, you know, genetics. Can't really help that. As is Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear's a fucking toy. There's no race in Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> if anything, the majority of the characters in Buzz Lightyear are green aliens. The majority. And then Zerg. There is the story of Mulan. But where is she in the Magic Kingdom in a permanent way? And where are Moana and Pocahontas in permanent ways? Well, for, Moana's fairly new. So, you know. Pocahontas was in Animal Kingdom. Okay. No political party disputes this. No politician disputes. The reason that no politician disputes this is because they don't give a fuck. Like, like this is not on their radar. Nobody fucking cares. Who are you? I wrote things that everyone agrees with. I don't. I literally called bullshit on half the things you said. It's like saying the world isn't flat. Well, there are people. Anyway, that is not political because everyone will agree with that. Everyone? Really? There's a lot of flat earthers out there, fucker. A lot of them. <laughs> you are very stupid, my friend, for not knowing this. Um, I expect that I will be canceled because of this post, despite it being all about the Magic Kingdom, which is perfectly appropriate for this forum. <laughs> and despite it not mentioning any political party, which you did, by the way, you mentioned multiple things here. <laughs> but okay or any particular politician, and despite it being undeniably true, and I don't care, Tom, with a comma. <laughs> Why did he have a comma after his name? It's just like if he, like if he was going to write love Tom, but then deleted the love part. No, that just still doesn't make sense because it comes after Tom. <laughs> Tom, comma. What? <laughs> I love the next, I love how the response to him is, what's the point that you're trying to make, Tom? Like, that's literally the next comment. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yikes. Yikes, 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 yikes. In Disneyland, Coco is, uh, it's got a whole area, like, in, like right near Frontierland. So, that's something. Uh, someone just responded with, in capitals, okay? <laughs> that's how I feel. Uh, idiot. Uh, and then someone goes, so I am not seeing the point of your post. Trying to create controversy? There's enough of that in the world. Okay. I, I just thought this was the most bizarre thing for anyone to just fucking just decide to write. It has nothing to do with anything. Ay, ay, ay. Also on Facebook, gotta, gotta, you know... Throwing some Facebook stuff here. Uh, in Facebook, I saw someone posted this. It says, uh, I saw this for sale today at an antique show in West Palm Beach. Look at the price. 
I'm not convinced it's the real thing, dot, dot, dot. No, you're not? I thought they were joking, but I guess from the comments, it's not. Uh, so it's a picture of the You May Get Wet sign from Splash Mountain, and they're charging $18,000 for it, claiming that it's from Splash Mountain. This person believes it's from Splash Mountain for some reason, even though like it's a significantly different color, shape. You can see the sides of it are all like falling apart. Like it's not, it doesn't look like wood. It looks like foam, if anything. <laughs> then you have people in the comments going, eh, this is the pic I took back in October. It does look off, or it looks off for sure. Like, all these people are like, hmm, I don't know. What do you mean you don't look at it? It's so not the same. I didn't even have to. Somebody wrote, holy shit. Some people are like, oh my God, that's crazy. But people are believing that this is real. This person tried to trick you. Not real. It doesn't look like it's real. The, the quality is so bad. Does that look like something you would have walked by in, in fucking... It, it's insane. For the things that people fucking believe drives me fucking crazy. This person over here writes, um, does anyone know the process of bypassing the stretching room in Haunted Mansion? Why? Just fucking wait for five seconds. It's it's like a minute long, seriously. It's a minute fucking long. You can't wait one minute. Or are you scared? There's nothing scarier in that room than in the other room. Are you afraid of the dark? Get over it. Jesus fucking Christ. Bypass the stretching room. What? Why? Just fucking calm down. Ugh. Just don't go on it. How about that? If you're scared, don't go on it because the rest of the ride is just as fucking scared. Or scary, rather. <laughs> the whole ride's scared of you. <sighs> this person writes and, and spells it completely wrong. My tortellini reminds me of Stitch. And then there's a picture here, which I'm saving right now. Uh, there's a picture here uh, that looks like a tortellini. Doesn't look like Stitch. It just looks like a fucking misshapen tortellini. Tortellini, of course, spelled T-O-R-T-A-L-I-N-I. Tortellini. My tortellini. I'm going to post this picture in the group. You guys tell me if it looks like Stitch. Fucking spoilers, it doesn't. <laughs> Let's go to the topic today. Uh, people are so fucking stupid. All right, all right. It's time to fucking talk about the goddamn topic for the day. Fantasmic. Now, as you guys know, I came back from Disneyland in September. Then I went to Walt Disney World uh, last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was. Last week, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not that long ago. Just got back. And in both places, I have viewed the new Fantasmics. And no, I'm not calling it Fantasmics. I know that's not the name. I am pluralizing Fantasmic because there is one in fucking Disneyland and one in fucking Walt Disney World. So um, what I'm going to do first, I'm going to talk about Disneyland and how it compares to the original Walt Disney World, I guess, in a way. Um, and then we're going to talk about the changes in Walt Disney World. Let's see how good they are. Now, I know I haven't discussed my Disneyland trip. I will. This is just part one of that. 
but here we go. All right, starting with Disneyland, let's talk about Fantasmic. Okay, number one, the sound system at Walt Disney World is much better, and like just everything sounds more full. When I was <laughs> when I was at Disneyland, like it's it's fine, but because of where like the way that it is, how it's like across the entire uh, Disneyland, you you hear a lot of the talking. There's a lot like it's spread out in a way where everything's echoing, and it just does not sound good. It doesn't sound bad. But it's not like this nice sound where in Walt Disney World, it's created in like a stadium. It's made for the sound system there, which sounds amazing. A lot of bass. It brings on a lot of that fullness, which you don't get in Disneyland. This isn't a big deal, but it does exist. Uh, Before I talk about the show proper, I do also want to talk about like the seating situation since we're talking about stadium. Um, in Disneyland, it's, like, impossible to get a seat, right? Like, it's fucking impossible to get a seat. You, it's, it's like the way that you would do it for, like, illumination. So you have to get there, like, two hours early, or in this case, harmonious. Uh, you have to get there, like, fucking an hour or two hours early, preferably two hours, because otherwise you're not in the front. You're going to be standing behind someone, because people will be lining up uh, two hours beforehand. So you're kind of just like kind of wasting your day. At least in Epcot when you're doing that, you, you kind of like, you're immersed in culture, you know, and, and it's stuff surrounding. In, in Disneyland, you're just kind of there, you know, and you're in Disneyland and what have you. It's not the same. Uh, in Epcot, you, you it, it's part of the flow. It's a slower flow. So standing around for like two hours and waiting, you're immersed in this great music, this cultural music, everything made sense. Then you get a cultural show afterwards. Uh, With Fantasmic, in Disney World, you're sitting in a stadium, you hear a pre-show, it's like an hour long, hour and 10 minute long track that repeats itself. Uh, Originally, it was the Mouse House music mixed with uh, Simply mad about the mouse music, I believe, and a couple other things here and there. Now it's mostly Disney Mania with one of the songs from Mouse House still in there. Um, Kiss the Girl? No, it's not Kiss the Girl. I forgot which one it was. Either way, it's not as good as it was before. (laughs) But I think we've discussed this before. I mean, the original soundtrack was uh, uh, for the pre-show was fucking awesome. It was very memorable, mostly because, you know, I worked there during that time. So, you know, you had a nice feeling to it. Uh, Now it's just like, Pop music. I guess before it was dance music, and who really likes that in general, right? But you know what I mean. It was a different feel. It was like a more techno-y. Here it's like your popular Disney Channel stars singing the songs that you've heard them sing a million times. But there, you don't hear, like, nobody, like, just listens to Mouse House. They don't play it everywhere, right? You've heard these versions of the Disney songs somewhere else. The Mouse House versions, you don't hear as often. So something about that was kind of like, this is the identity of Fantasmic. Anyway, in Disneyland, I don't even remember what the pre-show music was because it didn't fucking matter because I think that there wasn't any pre-show music. No, how could there be, right? Because you, you get the music of whatever land you're standing in watching this. Anyway, so you get your spot and you're forced to sit on the floor to wait. Um, I guess you can stand. They kind of want you to sit. In fact, we'll, we'll get to it in a second, but... Well, I'll get to it now. Uh, really, you don't want to do that. See, what you want to do is you want to get a Fantasmic dinner package. Now, that's uh, something that I had been against a long time ago, but things have changed, and and even last time 
Uh, we talked about this, things had changed, and getting the Fantastic Dinner Package wasn't bad. Before, they used to sit you all the way on the end. You'd get the shittiest seats, but you'd be guaranteed a seat. Now, there's no reason for that because it's very rare that it's standing room only. So they now put you in the center and you actually get a preferred seat in Disney World. Um, we know that. Disneyland, it's kind of the same thing, except again, you're on the floor. You have to sit on the fucking floor. So you, they don't let you stand at all. You have, you have to sit, and it's really uncomfortable, right? Especially for an adult, like, because they cram you in there. So yeah, you still get there early. You get there like 45 minutes early still, but you're guaranteed a spot and you probably can get a spot in the front if you're there that early. You just got to make sure you're there early enough. An hour early, 45 minutes, whatever it is, get there early enough because you'll be front of the line and then you can find your spot. Uh, let's talk about the, 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 the places to sit. You have three different restaurants in Disneyland. I'm not going to go too much into this, but there's uh, Blue Bayou, which is almost impossible to get a reservation for, uh, for um, the Fantastic Dinner Package, I mean. I tried for a very, 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 very long time. And even while, while using the free uh, mouse dining, it just, someone else grabbed it first. It was always impossible to do it. It popped up. Everyone, like, it just, the second it popped up, you went to go get it, gone. Immediately. So that was out. So uh, that, you know, is supposed to be like right in the center, but it really isn't. The best place, uh, there's also the, uh, what is it, River Grill something? I don't know. Another place I didn't eat there, don't really care. The food didn't look that appetizing. But if you get that, you can get the Fantasmic dinner package from there, and then you sit on the other side. That's kind of far away. It doesn't look great. And you could also choose to just sit at that place and you get like a view while you're eating but it's obstructed by trees and shit so that's not worth it either what actually is worth it even though the food sucks is uh the hungry bear thing or whatever it was i don't remember i'll look it up when i talk about disneyland i have it was like called the hungry it's like a quick service it was ribs the ribs were fine um i did get into an argument with the people there because so every I don't, mayo is fucking disgusting, right? I fucking hate mayo. So I said, hey, can I just not get the fucking potato salad or noodle salad, whatever fucking mayo-based shit there was there? I'm like, can you just replace that with the cuties? Because uh, the vegetarian meals came with the, the two oranges, which, by the way, cost less than whatever else, the other things that were on the plate. I just wanted two little oranges instead. The lady was, like, giving me a hard time. I was like... It's really not a big deal. I don't want a vegetarian meal, but I see that you have these oranges. Can you just not give me the mayo? I don't want mayo on my plate, all right? I don't want the mayo. Instead, I want two oranges. You give two oranges to the vegetarians, give it to me instead. It's less of a meal. You're giving me less. I'm asking for less. I don't want more. I want less. Give me less. She was like, I don't know. So, fine. Eventually... Oh, well, then she walks away to go talk to her manager, which I didn't ask for, but she did it anyway. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. The whole line is held up. She comes back and she says, it's fine. Great. So I make my purchase and I head over to the counter. When I get to the counter, I give it to them. And they are packing the meal and it's the fucking meal with the mayo. So I say, I, I spent all this time talking to them and whatever. She's like, oh, 
Well, they don't write anything. They, you, you're, supposed, you're supposed to tell us. Well, then why did that lady give me all that fucking problem? Anyway, so I, I, I was like, okay, well, I, I need to do this. And they were like, okay, no problem. And they just did it. They just switched it out. No problem. No problem. So I spent all that time with that dumb bitch who didn't even do anything for me. And, and finally I got it. Anyway, didn't matter. Not a big deal. Just a little bizarre. Uh, anyway, but we were like literally front and center. It was better than Blue Bayou would have been. So I suggest the Hungry Bear thing. It's easier to get and it's a better view by far from what I can see. Uh, and on top of that, it's, it's, oh, it's not just ribs. It's like ribs and then there's like, I think a salmon dish and, but they're all the same thing. It's all the same shit that comes with all the same stuff. It's like a brownie and like um, the, the whatever the potato salad or the noodles, whatever the mayo-based garbage is. Um, see, it, they all come with the same shit, but it, it's just different meals. Like, I think it was $35, I want to say, to get the Fantastic Dinner Package. So the meal isn't worth 35 but the whole thing is, I guess, in a way, because you're getting, you don't have to wait two hours for this. You only have to wait one hour. And you don't even have to. It's just if you want to sit in the front, right? Um, anyway, that's that. A random, like, throwaway thing there. But yeah, you have to sit throughout the whole show on the fucking floor, which is not easy if you have longer legs. Um, my legs tend to get fucking cramped really easily. Um, on the subway in New York, if, if someone sits next to me in like a three-seater, I get up because I, I, I honestly, I get squished and my muscles start contracting and I just got to jump the fuck up because I, otherwise it goes into a spasm. Uh, and people, you know, there's people out there who, who call things like man-spreading and this and that and whatever, but in reality, there are people out there like myself who have this like issue where the muscles contract. If I keep my legs together too close, they start shaking and they go into spasms. Now, if you're saying that people should go into spasms and instead of being a little comfortable, you know, go fuck yourself. You're a piece of shit. Anyway, my point is instead of dealing with people uh, like that, I just get up and I stand the whole fucking time. It's better. In this particular case, I was really pushing it, really pushing it because my fucking legs were like eh, getting ready to go into that like muscle. I'm like, no, 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 no. So I kept having to move around and people behind me and next to me were getting annoyed. Even when I tried to like kind of spread my leg out a little bit in a way, uh, it, it still wasn't working. So that it was really uncomfortable. Fantastic in Disney World, you get seats. So you never have to worry about that. You're in these like benches and while they might not be the most comfortable benches and there's no back to them, at least your, your legs are normally placed. You're not like squished at all, you know? So that's a big difference and it matters. Like your comfortability, especially if you're there for two fucking hours, you, 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 want, you want to be comfortable. And when I say two, it's actually two and a half because it's the show as well. Okay, so that's, that's the seating situation. Here's something good. You're closer to the entertainment, if you're sitting in the front at least. You're, you're right up there. Everything seems like it's right there. And that is better than Walt Disney World. That's kind of where it ends. First of all, Mickey Mouse doesn't appear on a mountain. He doesn't appear in front of a mountain. He doesn't appear in front of anything of the sort because... He appears in front of a fucking cabin on Tom Sawyer Island. <laughs> like, how not magical can you be? <laughs> like, how how can how can we make this? <laughs> how can we make this as shitty as possible? Well, I know. 
Let's let's have Mickey appear in front of a fucking cabin in some backwoods ass neighborhood where the neighbors are firing off guns and shouting about Brandon. <laughs> How about like we put fucking Mickey somewhere where uh, people are getting weird skin diseases and contaminating the water, uh, and then people like gather lemonade and, and sell it to everybody while some kid named Dennis does karate and yells pancakes over and over again. <laughs> If you do not get that reference or any of those references, that's on you, not me. Um, but yeah, no, 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 not a glorious mountain, but a fucking shitty cabin. So already we're, we're uh, on the move here with some wonderfulness from the Disneyland version of Fantasmic. Uh, uh, Mickey's choreography is kind of pathetic in the Disneyland version. He does like weird like spins. It kind of reminds me of what I talked about last week with, uh, with Squirt. <laughs> From from uh, Nemo, where they just spin him around a little bit, and that's it. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. <laughs> he, he's also talking during the music, which does not happen in the Disney World version. He's he's just going wow and woo. <laughs> like, why? It it's so distracting. <laughs> like it's it's just like doing a imagination, and he's just like wow. <laughs> Shut up. Leave it to the music to keep the epicness. We don't need Mickey screaming. Um, also, something that Disneyland uses are, are tiny streams of water. So when, the, uh, when they're doing the Sorcerer's Apprentice stuff at the beginning, it seems like the buckets are throwing little streams of water over to the audience, which is kind of cool. But like, you know, Disney World uses Mickey's magic and he throws waves of water to the audience, which is much cooler. So we're, we're still in this realm of not that great, comparatively. You know, um, it's interesting. Disneyland uses these, these streams. They, they're like a multicolored streams, uh, like a rainbow. And it's not really cool. It's just lights underneath the water. We've seen this before. It's a little tacky, if anything. That's why we haven't used it before is because it's fucking tacky. But, you know, why not? Anyway, so then we go over to the Lion King part, right? And uh, in Disneyland, <laughs> it, like, plays Circle of Life immediately. And then it just goes into these, like, soft jungle noises. And the lights come on, and Ka comes slithering out. And he does, like, this stupid dance, I guess, with headlights for eyes. And he just slows around, and it's, it's weird. For like a while, he just kind of goes back and forth. He's not menacing at all. He's not interesting at all. He's not, I mean, if it's Ka, you would think that his eyes would be hypnotic. Nope, not that. Just, just dumb. Or is it not supposed to be Ka? He doesn't really, he looks more like Sir Hiss, if anything. So is it supposed to be Sir Hiss? If it is, it's still stupid. He doesn't do anything. And he's also supposed to have hypnotic eyes. But, okay. Slithering around for no reason. <sighs> of course, while that's happening, these those colorful projections are just going everywhere. Doesn't mean anything. But the thing is that it, the music has still not picked up at this point, right? So for a big thing like a, a snake to show up kind of doesn't work at all. 
then the boats come out with these characters that have these neon faces or what have you. They, it kind of looks like they're wearing plates for masks, you know, like when you get a paper plate and you like cut out eye holes and stuff and you put it on your face and you you move your head back and forth like, ah, 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 ah. that's what it looks like. Like, it's not cool at all. <laughs> I, I don't know. And King Louis there. King Louis, that's kind of cool, I suppose. In the meantime, they're playing this, like, chill, whimsical, jungle vibe version of I Want to Be Like You. So it's not, like, super fun, but it's there, if that makes sense. As opposed to Walt Disney World, where we build this swelling of the drums, you know? Right? And then and the lights are coming on slowly, and you see the animals, like, there, and they're slowly coming out, and they're dancing. Right? And you're like, okay, okay. And then boom, 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 I know this phantasm very well because I used to work there. Um, it's this big explosion, and all the animals come to life and they're they're everywhere and it's lit up and 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 in in the Disneyland version, we don't get that at all. There is no explosion, there is no like big like boom, lights come on. It's just like here's this and 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 then it's like a then it turns into like a Vegas version of Hakuna Matata. And then we get water projectors of pink elephants on parade during and after Hakuna Matata, so it makes no sense. But it's like in the same the music now becomes this like same style as that all that Halloween garbage. You know what I'm talking about, where it's this um, not really harmony. It's like in unison, like doubled over or tripled over either. Even when it's like. Grim grinning ghosts come out to socialize, but it's so auto-tuned. So all three voices, which are like in unison, just sound the same, and it sounds really bizarre and robotic. That that's what it sounds like here when they're doing Hakuna Matata, or um, whatever it is. <laughs> so it's really bad. It's 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 really really bad. And I'm talking about the music in the background sounds like that with that, that fake robot garbage it's bad it's it's really not good like right out the gate disneyland fat phantasmic is not as good as disney world phantasmic by far like at all and they've done remakes i haven't i, I haven't seen the original one in a long time um yeah i saw it on youtube i i you know i've been to disney world when i was a kid but who fuck remembers anything i, I don't even think that uh phantasmic is around yet might have been i forgot what year it was Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, great. So we get this Halloween, I mean, this um, rather Vegas version. And then it turns into Genie interviewing Mickey with this new animation. And the, it, the cartoony part is really cool. Like, it's Genie, like, you know, just like he introduces Aladdin at the beginning of Aladdin, or not at the beginning, but at the beginning of Genie's introduction in Aladdin. It's the same thing, but with Mickey. Uh, it looks cool that the he turns into Donald Duck at one point when he's doing can your friends do this. So and that's it's a great, it's a really a great scene. And now that Vegas style makes sense because this particular song, Friend Like Me, is in that Vegas style. And that's like the whole idea. So much so that even in the video games, which eventually we'll fucking talk about, um, it, same thing. We, we we get a whole Vegas scene basically, a casino, jumping around and shit. 
So this is pretty cool. Then we got Mickey and the Fab Five dancing around these Vegas-style cutouts. They're, they're like uh, stick figures almost. And we use that same exact thing in Harmonious, this like awful cutouts. I think it was actually during the Jungle Book scene. I talked about it last week. If you listened, a lot of people didn't fucking listen for whatever reason. I don't know. Last week didn't do well. As if you don't give a shit about Nemo. Fuck you for not caring about Nemo. Care about fucking Nemo and Fantasmic. Anyway, um, so now we go to Atlantica and we just see like some projections of fish. Of course, Atlantica being uh, the world of Ariel and friends at all, as they say. Um, And we just see a bunch of fish swimming around on projection wise and Nothing else going on. And then it moves right into that Jiminy and Pinocchio scene with Monstros. Now we've caught up to where Disney World and Disneyland are kind of the same. Um, don't worry, we'll, we'll stray from that very shortly again. Uh, but we do have this Monstro scene. It's weird that they kept this scene. Well, I guess because of the water. The fucking uh, his tail hits the wave and then, psh, you know. You know how it is. You've seen it a billion times, I'm sure. So that's pretty cool, but it's the same. So... When we get to this monster, we realize that we've cut the bubble scene, right? There's no, we just went past it. We did other things instead. I like the bubble scene. I think that the, it's the best medley in all of Disney parks. Like anytime that you ever see a show, whenever there's a medley, nothing's as good as this bubble medley, right? It's, it's a great fucking medley. And the princess medley will be great too, the one that comes up. But this, well, not the Disneyland one. We'll get to that. But the 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 uh, it gives you, it shows you all the movies as the bubbles are coming up and and what have you. And, you know, not a lot's going on, but I've always grown to love that part. Uh, in this one, yeah, we get the Vegas style with the genie animation, so that's cool. I don't know, it's hard to choose. It really is. One is a better soundtrack and one is better visually, I guess. Um, so it's really, I'll give this a tie, you know, if we were scoring. I don't know, if we were scoring, I mean, Disneyland loses by fucking far, but that's so far the only thing Disneyland's got right now. Right now. So after the Monstro scene, we cut to what used to be the Peter Pan scene. And I've only seen that on YouTube. It was fine. Um, not t- not bad at all, actually. But uh, now it's Captain Jack. So that's a thing. <laughs> so now we get this, this Captain Jack scene. Um, with... Pirates of the Caribbean. They got a huge projection of Barbosa. There's just a lot of yelling, but nothing really going on. Sure, people are doing tricks. They're swinging from the rafters. They're doing, they're doing a lot of stuff, but there's nothing that gives you any sort of excitement, if you will. Like, I'm not at all excited. I can't really tell what's going on. I don't know anybody. I don't even see Jack. You, you don't see anyone. You hear their voices. You don't know who it is, though. You don't know. I was like, is that Elizabeth Swan? Is that somebody new? What's happening? The story is never told. You just have a boat going by and there's a little bit of yelling. There's some cool shit going on, but I don't know. And then the cabin looks like it's burning, but not really. So it's not even slightly cool or anything. It's like a projection. It looks like what it is. You know, it's just a fucking projection. And it's like, okay, look, there's a projection on the fucking cabin. It doesn't even look like, oh shit, that looks so real, man. It doesn't at all. Uh, and then the water starts to put out the fire, but 
okay, I was never, we were never worried about it at all because it's not real. It doesn't look real. It doesn't look cool. So whatever. And, uh, you know, that's it. That's that whole scene. That's the scene that is, I guess, was our Pocahontas scene. Now, our Pocahontas scene was terrible. I, I always thought it was stupid. There's a lot of cool stuff going on, I guess, but really you can't appreciate it because it's so bizarrely out of place. And that's how this is. It's completely out of place. And, and it's just, even when, when something cool is going on, you don't even have a story. At least with Pocahontas, you know what's going on. You know exactly what's happening. But here, it's just, there's, there's a fight going on on some ship. And I guess Jack Sparrow's there, even though like you don't see him until the end on a projection. I don't know. It didn't work at all to me. Uh, the music did flow, but it felt forced. You know, so when we go from there right into the princess medley, it gets slow and like, it just changes completely. It didn't like nicely, nicely flow at all. But it worked, so I'm not going to complain too much about it. Uh, let's talk about that princess medley now because we get there and it's like an intro and this terrible way too sharp image of Agrabah shows up. It's so sharp. It looks really like out of place. And then even worse than that, you, first of all, first you see them on the carpet, uh, Aladdin and Jasmine. And then you get this visualization from the projections on the water. And it looks like a Windows 98 3D showcase. So like, if you remember, you used to have when you got, when you got Windows, maybe it was even Windows 95. I think it was Windows 95. You got this, like, these demos that came with it. These demos. You got these demos that came with it, and you would click on it, and it would just be, like, a 3D rendering of, like, a house, and you could, like, kind of walk through it, and you're like, oh, my God, all the things that Windows 95 can do, but then nothing ever came like that. Like, you never got anything that at all resembled that. <laughs> so it made no sense. That. It looks like that, and it looks like um, it's supposed to be flying over Agrabah. So you have the real people, and then the projections on the water, and it just doesn't look right. It looks like the projections are over them instead of under them. So it, it's completely lost. It's like it's just so lost. It's like they did this, and eh, whatever. So that happened, and then there's this like. So the princess medley is terrible here. It's terrible. Like, it's so bad. The singers are different, and it sounds super poppy, like in a really bad way. The, the way that they have it in Disney World is that it's kind of like the Peebo Bryson almost. You know, someday, my prince. Look, it's just this, like, very uh, dramatic, well done, almost standard, right? Here... You get like these shitty pop versions with people who have no real range and they're just forcing it. Um, they don't, they can't even go high. So the part that's like, in your imagination. No, no, no. Now it's, it goes low. It goes down and it just doesn't work at all because they can't do it. The, the singer can't hit the notes. And even if they could, they don't know, they don't understand music. They only understand pop. And pop doesn't do anything original. So we don't get to keep the original style or, again, when I say original, the Disney World style. We don't have that. We have a completely different version with completely different singers. But then what's even worse is that we get, okay, so we get the Beauty and the Beast. We get the Little Mermaid. And then instead of Snow White, we get Rapunzel. 
and they do see the light. See the light sounds fucking terrible. It's so slow and out of place. Like, yes, the other ones are slow, but this is slow in a different way. The others are epic and big. What would I give if I could live out of these one? Like, you know, it's like big. But then it's just like, at last I see the light. See the difference? One is like big and it makes you feel something. It could even give you goosebumps or the chills. This is just, well, at last I see the light. At last I see the light. Wow, that's fun. I really feel goosebumps here. The only time you'll feel any sort of chills during this is just at how much hatred you have for the fucking people who arranged this shit. God, it's terrible. Why did you do this? So that's more of the Disneyland part sucking. Also, like, Flynn is just spinning her around and around. That seems to be the thing to do when you don't know what to do. Just spin around. Their dance is just spinning around and around. You're like, okay, great, wonderful. Real, this feels real emotional. Thanks, guys. All right, so let's move on to the villain part of this, right? Okay, so this has got to be fun, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, God. All right. So we don't get the witch. I mean, we do, but we don't. We don't have the whole thing in the magic mirror. No. No, 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 no. Now we have just the magic mirror talking to Mickey. Not the witch, Mickey. And he traps Mickey inside of the fucking mirror. Then the witch just randomly shows up, which is the most bizarre thing. Like, it, in it completely ignores the witch's transformation. It's just, it's just there. Yeah, and you, it, it, it doesn't make sense at all. Why is the Magic Mirror having a conversation with Mickey Mouse? It doesn't work. The whole idea is that the villain part, it's, it's fucking the witch is talking to the Magic Mirror, finds out that Mickey Mouse is a problem, turns into the hag, gathers all the villains together and says, we gotta fuck up Mickey. Like, we are, all, we, like, like, Mickey is so strong that we all need to do our part to fuck him up. But not here. Here, we have the mirror just hanging out with Mickey Mouse and then trapping him in the mirror and going, ha-ha, you're now here. We could have done a through-the-looking-glass comparison, but nope. You're just in the mirror now. Wonderful. So that happens, and then the witch appears, so we could have had her transformation instead. I don't know what the purpose of the other thing is, but okay. Um, and these tiny little fireworks shoot up, and then there's some water features to distract you from how like little story we have here. It's just like, look, there's more water. Oh, look, there's fireworks. In the Disney World version, there's none of that. It's completely empty except for the witch because it's about the story here. We do our fucking crazy water shit and the fucking fireworks when needed. We don't just shoot off fire. It's, we're not harmonious in Walt Disney World, right? I mean, there is a harmonious in Walt Disney World. It sucks, but Fantasmic is not harmonious. See, there's this fucking thing where people are, there has to be noises all the time. No, there doesn't. Shut the fuck up. You don't need noises constantly. How about shut the fuck up and listen to the acting? All right? Or watch the acting in this case, because it's obviously all, obviously all lip sync. But like, 
Fucking pay attention to the show and stop fucking throwing sounds in there. We don't need sounds constantly. We focus on the fucking performers in Walt Disney World. In Disneyland, blah. Um, of course, in, in Walt Disney World, we call all of, we just talked about this, we call all the villains in. So, um, all of, it's uh, Ursula, um, it's Cruella, Frollo, Jafar, Hades, Scar. I'm missing somebody. Maleficent, I guess. So we call so the witch gets together and calls all these villains out, and they all have their little part, and they they have, they do a little something, and then that's that's that. Then they come back later when they get defeated, and they each get defeated individually. Oh, they're screaming and everything. It's great. Not in Disneyland. Not in fucking Disneyland. In Disneyland, we don't get that. We get Ursula for a really long time. Then we get Chernabog, and then we get Maleficent, and that's it. And Chernabog is also in the Disney World, as you know. It's just that it's paired with Hades. There is no Hades here. Completely cut out, or or I don't I don't know if he was ever there. I don't know. Don't care even. So uh, in the Ursula part, all it is is shows Ursula on screen, and I think at one point there's eight streams of water, but you know that's really it. Nothing spectacular. No one fucking cares. <laughs> so that's that. Um, there's no fucking Jafar and no snake. We had Ka earlier, but he didn't matter. So we don't get that villain. We don't get to you know <laughs> say goodbye to Mickey. You know we don't get <laughs> we don't get that line at all. We don't get Hades going. You'll love this. Just one more thing. You don't get that. You don't get anything. Instead, it's just Ursula yelling and screaming and then doing a little bit of her song and there being some water features. And that's it. Nothing happens during the Ursula part. Chernabog is identical. It's the same exact thing as Walt Disney World, um, except without the Hades. It just goes into Chernabog. And then we get Maleficent. And, and it's, it's kind of the same at first as it is in Disney World. Um, I do have to say this. When I saw Fantasmic in Disneyland... There was no dragon. There was no fire. At all. Um, so I hated this a little more <laughs> to the point of like, I was like, wow, this show sucks. And yeah, it, it's not great. It doesn't suck per se, but it's not great. But I will say, I watched a video. There is a dragon. There is a dragon. Uh, just like Disney World, the dragon doesn't work sometimes, or a lot of the time. <laughs> and in this particular case, it didn't. Um, but there wasn't even any fire. Like, she wasn't even shooting the fire um, at Mickey. That would still... So that didn't... So it just seemed like the whole thing was completely down. Which sucks. But it wasn't. And in fact, I, at least on YouTube, the dragon looks fucking legit. Like, you see the whole body of the dragon. It's not just, like, the, the the fucking, you know, wings and shit. You get the whole body of the dragon, and it is there, and it's bearing down on you. So it, it is actually pretty fucking cool. And I must say that at least the dragon itself looks better. The scene 
Oh, well, and uh, Mickey zaps the dragon, so, like, you see its spine, and then it explodes, and that part's cool, too. Um, the execution in general, like, the whole scene itself, ah. It's not as cool as brave little Taylor Mickey walking around the lake like a fucking beast and just zapping fucking each, like just putting out the fire on all sides, just shooting water out, shooting water out everywhere and splashing the audience and just putting the fires out individually and then turning around and zapping the fuck out of fucking Maleficent like that is a million times cooler than just going and zapping Maleficent in general. You know, that's it. Like, all the stuff with the, with the water isn't there. I mean, it wasn't there when the dragon wasn't there either, obviously. But it wasn't there in, in the one with the dragon I watched on YouTube at all. He just zaps the fucking dragon and it explodes. It looks cool. I like it a lot. I, wouldn't not, I would definitely not bad mouth it. The dragon itself looks fucking awesome. But it's just not as cool as Mickey running around and putting out all the fires and shit. Like, he's a badass in the Walt Disney World one. Tink comes out and, you know, we get that colorful water feature. Again, it's a gimmick. Then the boat with all the characters comes out. And again, in Disneyland, it is so close to you. But other than that, it's identical. But it's like right up there. The characters are in your face. It's so fucking cool. Um, you got the circular sparks on the fucking boat. It's going crazy. Fireworks are fucking flying. <laughs> um, so then when Mickey appears again, it's like the water obscures him. Like the big the water feature is kind of in the way. So it doesn't look as awesome. <laughs> and uh, But the fireworks were really fucking cool. Like they were like, they just looked better um, in general. And I originally had written down they beat Walt Disney World. But I went back, as I told you, and we're going to talk about that now. And, um, no, Disney now has, has just decided, no, we're going to do the same thing. I mean, uh, Disney World decided we're going to do the same thing. We could do that. So, yeah, Disneyland is mostly a water show. It doesn't really focus on anything else. Uh, it's not great, but, you know, it's not a terrible show. There are so many things that, like, you're like, well, that sucks, and that's a problem for me. I would, um, I mean, I'd see it again. But if I only had one day at Disneyland, I wouldn't waste my time at all. Now let's talk about the changes at Walt Disney World. So there's obviously going to be less changes altogether uh, because we really are only focusing on one section. But there are things throughout that are changed a bit. So let's start with the fact that the spotlights are fucking crazy on Mickey when he arrives. It's like very, very different from the original. Um, now I watched these side by side. I saw it in person. I notated the changes, but just to be sure, I watched two different videos, one from 2019 and one from 2023. And I watched them completely in sync next to each other. Obviously it gets out of sync at one point, uh, which we'll get to, uh, but I watched them side by side. The soundtrack is pretty much the same, except for the one edition or the many editions in that one section. Um, so we'll get to that. But yeah, there are crazy spotlights on Mickey Mouse when he arrives. Like there, this time we're going, look, this is the fucking man. Give him some fucking applause. And I love it. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> um, all the water features have changed to be more similar to Disneyland. So now we have like constant 
water coming from the bottom, um, little spouts, but instead of just like five colorful ones, it's all regular water colored, <laughs> but they are surrounding the mountain all the way around. It looks cool. Like it's like pumping the stage up almost. It looks fucking great. So those are additions I really fucking like. Uh, there's more lights than usual. Now we got like a visualization above. I don't know what you call it. It's almost like a horizon of lights. You've seen them in rock shows and stuff like that. But it's like, it's like, it's not lights, normal lights. It's a horizon. So like above you, it looks like there's something that you could push on. But it's lights. Uh, it's like a laser rock show. You can see that. Uh, there's little beads all over the mountain, which later on kind of turns into like a volcano looking thing, which is cool. So they changed that. Uh, there's projections through the sky, so it makes it look like there's magic everywhere shooting at you, you know? It, it looks really fucking cool. In, uh, in, in the Lion King part, you know, the part we were just talking about where, where it, it's... <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. We have that jungle beat, and then, and then we get the boom. And it lights up and all of that. Now... There's like triple the amount of animals. There are animals everywhere now. Before there was like, I thought there was a lot, but I guess not compared to how many there are now. Watching it side by side was insane. And they're all lit up and they're like neon and shit like that. It looks cool. I didn't see Rafiki this time around. Did we get rid of Rafiki for whatever reason? Because it looks like we got rid of Rafiki. So that's weird, but let's get to the bubble scene. So... We do our bubbles. I feel like there's actually now more bubbles in the sky uh, shooting towards us. They're not real bubbles, but they're more projections of bubbles, and it changes uh, the color based on the mood of the song. So instead of going into the Pocahontas part, we do still move on to Pocahontas, but it, it, it like kind of like stops, and then we hear Pocahontas singing her song uh, with different movies playing. I, I found this really odd. So she's singing Colors of the Wind or whatever it is, just around the road bend. I forgot now. And we get Tiana, we get Tarzan, we get Mirabella, whatever her name is, from Encanto. We get Hunchback, we got Mulan. And then when we get to Mulan, it turns into Mulan. So it feels like they're just kind of saying fuck you to Pocahontas, as if it's like we had a whole section of Pocahontas right here, but like we're going to play the song still but project other things on top of it. <laughs> so that was odd, and I didn't like that at all. I liked the song, but I didn't like that we're projecting movies that aren't the movie they're talking about. They did that with um, Enchantment, and I fucking hate it. Like, they're singing one song, but we're seeing videos from something else, and it's not even related to the music, because if it was related to the music, that'd be 100% fine. Anyway, that's what that feels like to me. Uh, but when we get to, to the Mulan projection... Uh, everything opens up and we see that, like, we got, um, I'm assuming Mulan training and they're singing, I'll make a man out of you. And they're doing kind of like this, like stick fighting. And you'll see that everything is red. Uh, the, the lighting is red. There are some props that pop up that are red. The shields kind of look like the lucky red envelopes. Uh, and it was interesting because I had seen this just around the time, like the day before, uh, Chinese New Year. So that was kind of cool. It was only hours from Chinese New Year, so... I like that. 
Um, that then moves into the mountain lining up blue, and we see Aladdin climbing it with a rope. This is our John Smith part. Hey, look, it's John Smith, you know, that part. Um, but now we have Aladdin instead, and he's singing One Jump, and we have a whole fucking thing. It's, it's really very much identical to the Pocahontas scene, where they're jumping around, and they're chasing him, and the guy's bouncing. It's kind of like a mix between that, um, the John Smith part, or I keep saying the John Smith part because they go, Oh, look, it's John Smith. Anyway, um, <laughs> the uh, Pocahontas part of that and the Indiana Jones stunt show, spectacular. Kind of mixed that together. Um, a lot of swinging around. It's, I don't know. Then we get like the one jump reprise. Um, you know, the string. But we don't get all the lyrics, so we just get the ending part. Um, and it like we get this projection of Agrabah, which is kind of odd. It doesn't really work, but it is better than the Agrabah we get in Disneyland, which looks like a sharp fucking mess, like the like the ugliest thing. Like we got a clip art and said, "Here you go, high def. Here you are." And then we stop and pause for a second, which you know I fucking hate because we're waiting for applause. And show yourself happens. We've got some projections from Frozen. And then Elsa's moving around real crazily on the mountain. I think it looks very fake. I don't like that, but I do like the whole thing as, you know, as a whole. I like that the projections aren't obstructing her this time. Like, we can actually see through them at what she's doing. And sometimes there's even a hole so you can kind of see through it. It looks cool. Like, it, like it, it's done really well. Um, and so after the frozen part um, is where we would normally go to the Princess Medley. Now, wh why do I say that? Well, timing-wise, I didn't stop the other video. I just put it on mute. And timing-wise, right after the Frozen part, we went into the Princess Medley. But we tacked an extra 90 seconds to two minutes on here to do this next part, which I think is really cool. I like extending something as long as we're not cutting too much shit. And we cut something that was bad, and we added a lot of good stuff. You know what I mean? We added a lot of good singing, a lot of good uh, acting, I guess, and we added more stories, which is really important. So anyway, we go to Moana. Uh, well, first we hear uh, Grandma Tala uh, singing her part from I Am Moana. Um, and then Moana comes out and does the modulation you know, go back to episode 100 if you'd like to hear me sing that song. Uh, um, she actually walks into the water, which I don't know why I really liked it, but I did. She, like, actually goes out, like, uh, ankle deep into the water and starts playing with the water and throwing it around and, like, almost looks like she's collecting or gathering it. Um, and then she reaches in, and as she gets to her, I am Moana, she, like, lifts... Um, the heart of Tafiti up in the air, and it's fucking awesome because they made it look so vibrant, and it's glowing, and it's in her hand, and it looks really fucking cool. Uh, but then they ruin everything by, again, showing the same clips from before of Tiana and Tarzan and Hunchback and from Encanto, and I'm going there, what? Why? Why do we do that? I really don't know. It was weird. We already did this. Why didn't we show six different shows? Or movies, rather. Why show the same ones? And if you're not, and they, it's not like they didn't represent... I, I don't know. I don't really understand it. It's like, oh, we also really like Tiana, and we also really like Tarzan, and we also really like Hunchback. I don't know. So now we get Tink coming out, you know, now, for some reason, and 
we pause for applause. And this is where everything just fucking stops. And here's the big harmonious part again. Like, we were doing so well. Like, this show was awesome. It ruled. And, uh, and, and then they just fucking drop this garbage again where they drop the music out so everyone could go, yay! Like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Look at me. Applaud for me. Clap for me because I'm amazing. Clap for me. Shut the fuck up, fireworks show. Nighttime spectacular. Shut the fuck up. So stupid. How selfish can you be? Pausing for applause. Why is that more important than keeping the flow? At least Disneyland kept the flow. It didn't do it perfectly, but it did it. So one thing it had going for it besides the awesome dragon. Anyway, then we just randomly start the next part. It's so fucking jarring. Why is it so hard to connect things? Well, it is apparently because now we get our princess medley out of nowhere. We're and, and it's in a different key, like it starts on another key entirely. So it, it, it that makes it even more jarring because you're like, wait, what happened just now? And it makes the princess medley feel like it's less than. Anyway, it's pretty much exactly the same except we have more water features behind it, which is cool. Um, when the witch pops up, we have like little red spots on the mountain, so it looks more like a volcano, uh, adding to the danger, and I like that a lot. The cauldron now has a projection of a red stripe on the bottom, and that was pretty fucking cool. There was no reason for it. It just looked awesome. Um, what else? Um, oh, when Jaf the Jafar snake comes out, we got, um, remember I told you about that visualization up top? That turns into like purple and orange to match the snake, as almost as if the sky is reflecting the uh, awesomeness of the fucking snake. So that was cool. And then we use that visualizer throughout the entire thing to, um, to go with the music for Night on Bald Mountain. So it flashes in time with the music. It's pretty fucking cool. The lighting on Maleficent, when she raises up to the sky, is more vibrant, more saturated than before. So that looks great. Um, however, I thought that the lighting on the dragon, which kind of does the same thing, Look, made it look too silly because it's like an overly saturated green uh, when before it like, looked like the veins of the fucking wings and shit like that, which was cool. Uh, so it looks a little stupid now, but all right. That's another reason that the Disneyland dragon wins out. It doesn't look as um, like falling a party as this one does. Um, and that's really it. The boats now have the circular fireworks. I don't think they had circular fireworks before, right? They had those straight fireworks. Um, so now it looks just like the Disneyland one. And if it did before, oh, well, uh, from the video I saw, it didn't look like them and I don't remember it. So I'm pretty sure they were those straight fireworks. Uh, but even either way, it's now identical to the Disneyland one and that, um, and the fireworks and the sparklers come out and it's crazy. And, and they even go crazy before Mickey shows up now. And that visualizer light, when Mickey pops up at the top of the mountain, is under him. So that makes it look cool. Like, this whole last scene feels so much better than the old version. And also so much better than the Disneyland version, by far, because of that visualizer. And it looks like he could just step out onto that light. He doesn't, obviously, but it looks like he could. It looks like he's creating it. It's almost as if he created himself a platform. 
and it looks fucking beautiful. It looks cool. The fireworks come out unevenly now, which makes it more realistic. So instead of it going bop, 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 it's like bop, 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 and it makes it feel like it's more going with a flow. And that's it. That's the virus. So here's my fucking thoughts. Disneyland. It was fine. It was a decent show. Could have been better. There are some things that were very stupid. Watching it in front of a fucking cabin on Tom Sawyer Island. It's kind of lame. <laughs> like, really lame. It looks fucking stupid. Um, whereas watching it in front of a fucking psychotic mountain is amazing. Like that, uh, you can't beat that. There's no way to beat that. Uh, in terms of like just the visuals, uh, I, I still give it to Disney World. Land has some interesting stuff. It has they do more like colorful things, but this is not meant for that. This show isn't supposed to have like rainbow colors and stuff like that. It doesn't work. Maybe at the end it would work, but like just I mean throughout the whole thing, it's very odd. It doesn't really work with the feel of it. Uh, when it comes to the villain part, Disney World has it beat by fucking far. When it comes to the the bubble part, it's a toss-up, a tie almost, because I like both parts. Um, and then when it comes down to, you know, the extra, I don't know, like the extra stuff that, that they have just at Disneyland, uh, like the, the Pirates of the Caribbean, it's, it's thumbs down, man. It's terrible. It's a terrible fucking section. The Peter Pan one was much better from what I can remember. This just had no feeling, no, no, no excitement, no action. It's just there, and it's not fun, and it's not emotional, and it's not, it's not good. It's, it's there. It's fine. It's not bad. It's just not good. However, when we get to Disney World, all the changes, for the most part, are fucking spectacular. Fucking, oh my god, it's so good. Uh, Rapunzel uh, is. Not there, so that's great. I, mean, I don't know why they put her in the fucking Disneyland one. I, it's, it's beyond me and how bad that part is and how just off-putting it makes the entire princess section. But in Disneyland, I mean, in Disney World, like, all the extra stuff, the extra songs that we added in there, um, just instead of the Pocahontas, it's just great. It seriously works really well. I'm a huge fan of it. I think that... Uh, Whoever worked on that should be working on the fireworks in other places. Um, and I'm not saying it's the best change. I honestly don't think it's... I mean, compared to what we had, it's a much better change. But, like, I'd like to see them work on the, the Magic Kingdom show. You know what I mean? Not just the Fantasmic. I'd like to see them work on a castle show and, and try to get it right. I want to try to do it without projections. I know that they need to do these projections, but nobody cares about them. They're not good. They're flashy, but that's about it. I know you, you want to think it's good, but it's not. You're wrong. It takes away from the fireworks, and that's what it's about. The music and the fireworks are the only two important things. The projections should be adding to it, not taking away. And, and from Happily Ever After to Enchantment to Harmonious the projections just fucking take away. The only reason the projections work with Fantasmic is because that's what it was fucking based on. It was based on these projections on water. They created this water. And then they tried to fucking redo it with Harmonious being like, oh yeah, we're doing something original. No, you weren't. And you fucked it up. You fucked it up entirely. 
because you don't know the meaning of Epcot. You know the meaning of, of other things, not the meaning of Epcot. The meaning of MGM, the magic of fucking cinema is what that is all about. I know you don't go, well, it's just Mickey's. Yeah, it's the magic of Disney animation. Remember that? Remember that, people? I do. Do you? Search the whole world over. Anyway, everyone likes ice cream. Yeah. Again, if you get that reference, awesome. If not, who cares? Um, but yeah, no, the Disney World uh, version was excellent. It was excellent. It really was. I have nothing bad to say about it except for the, that one part where it stops to wait for applause and then comes back in a different key. Instead of fucking stopping for applause, you should have added two beats where we move down to that key. You could have done it. You could have made it flow. But you chose to go the lazy route. So, whoever keeps doing that, stop it! Thanks for joining me on Mouse Rants today. Um, I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, give us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever else. Uh, Stitcher, uh where cast box uh pod chaser <laughs> wherever you can find a place a uh, pod bean wherever you can find a place give us five stars bring us up let let, let everyone know that mouse rants is one of your favorite shows uh, and even if it's not give us a five star review and say it's not but still give the five star review just because you're a nice person I'm a nice person. We're all nice people. Ah, ah, ah. Don't know why I did the count, but we're moving on. Have a good night, everybody. I'll see you next time. Later, fuckers! Everybody wants to dance in a playpen, but nobody wants to play in my garden. I see the hippies on an angry line. Guess they don't get my meaning. I'm enchanted by the birds and my blossoms I'm enamored by your lovers on the weekend I like the 4th of July When bombs start flashing And I wish I had a shiny red top A pillow with a big brass bell would cheer me up Or maybe something bigger that could really go pop Then I could make the gardening stop Come out to play